Hello and welcome to what's new in Microsoft 365 and Teams for the 15th of February to the 3rd of March. Slightly odd uh, date range this time. I've been away with the family uh, for a week or so and that's just why it's fallen a little bit like that. Okay, so before we get started, I'm just going to pull something over for you to look at. Just a quick look at the blog. So if you follow the link at the bottom, you'll see that all the things I'm talking about uh, are basically just listed out here. Just a nice short uh, paragraph about each one. If you want to know more, you can click on the read the full article if there is one. And you can see here for this example on forms, you have a short version, details, and if there's supporting links. <laughs> excuse me, if there's a supporting link, then you can go click the link at the bottom. But let's get back on with this. We have got updates for Forms, OneDrive, Outlook, uh, SharePoint, Stream, Teams, and we'll have some updates from around uh, Microsoft 365. As you probably already worked out, I've got a bit of a cough, so apologies, folks. You hear me just uh, occasionally just want to start for a cough. If it sounds like <laughs> I'm struggling a bit, maybe I am. So I do apologize. Let's start off with Microsoft Forms. This has been delayed. This is the basically the sharing with collaborators versus sharing with your recipients updates. So it's been split out. And I looked at this recently. I looked at it a few days ago, and it has come in for me. But it may be as late as March for the rest of us. So if I look here, you can see that they've you've got the, the ability to send it to people to fill in. Excuse me. You send it, send it for people to to complete and fill in. If you want to say work with a colleague on it, and you've got this new icon here. Click on there, and then you can send that off to them. But also, that's also where you'll find the ability to duplicate a form too. Uh, for those people who haven't used forms yet, for those people who haven't used forms yet, you're going to get a new first run experience. So if you haven't used it before, the first time you run it, it's going to talk you through. Um, Microsoft Forms, what each button does, how you use it, and some suggested uses. Now, that should have gone live in February. Um, I haven't checked it because it's not the first run. I guess I could have set it up, uh, but maybe go and check that yourself. If um, if you do, maybe pop a note in the, uh, in, in the comments at the bottom just to let us know that that has gone live. Now, looking at OneDrive. Now, this is live now. Let's just have a quick look here what's going on on the screen. What's going on, on the screen here is the ability to move your shortcuts. So it may be that you work with, um, I don't know, across SharePoint uh, on the the whatchamacallit project, and it's got um, it's, it's got um, areas across different SharePoint sites. It might be that you create a link from each of those sites back to your OneDrive. And actually what you can do now is you can have them all in one folder. Let me just reload that. You can see here that we've got, uh, we've got a link, and we're just going to drag it into a folder. You have all of those links in the same place going to those documents. Um, uh, so what I'll say about it, yeah, that's live now. Go and check that out, folks. That's quite a nice little change. This update here um, looks quite good. It is going to be in your My Files. So you click on My Files, and it's good. there's going to be a new activity column. So it's going to show you all the files that you've looked at in the past. That all the files you looked at in the past that have got uh, that have got updates. I think that is going to be like a nice easy way to um, just keep up to date with things that you've previously looked at. Uh, look out for that, folks, from April this year. This is available now, this ability uh, to drop down. Let's just zoom in for you. You can see there that you've got this new icon. So when you get to a, a, a location in SharePoint, 
it's just making it a little bit easier for you to navigate around and that drop down and um so when i talked about this uh with a large public sector client of uh, the inform team uh good people said that initially it was a bit clunky to view uh when that because it had so many libraries but the next day it was better so i don't know whether they've, they've updated that as they've been going along but look after that folks that is live now as well what else do we have this update to the copy link command is uh, is due early March so anytime now I guess so you know that when you create a link in OneDrive it's a very simplified interface you get well you're gonna get this one now you'll recognize this uh, type of interface from doing any <laughs> for doing anything else in um, in in OneDrive this is this is a uh, it, it's very similar to, to say that you're just sharing it normally but when you're creating a link this time you're copying a link you can see here that so uh, you can little things like you manage who can edit it or can they edit it uh, opening review mode only etc also the improved um, copy uh, move experience for OneDrive and SharePoint so this is just going to be talking you through it's a little bit more um, it just talks you through it a little bit more uh, and hopefully makes it a little bit easier to to move or copy files to different locations so look out for that folks that again is due anytime now it's new command bar I feel like I've been talking about this forever we have the ability there, oh, sorry, not any new ability, but a simplification. You can see there that the uh, the old view is at the top and the new at the bottom. Um, you can see that it's just taking some of the labels off, but if you hover over these new la the, the, over these, you'll see a label pop up, but it's just a simplification of the interface for OneDrive. And all of those folks are coming any day now, so it'll be interesting to see whether they all drop at the same time. Okay, Outlook. So talked about this before. A little bit of a delay to this um, to this change. Now, these groups used to have like a folder type icon. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. It was a folder sort of icon, or just like almost it was like little books that stacked up. Um, uh, anyway, it's changing to something more appropriate, like those groups of people. Uh, that is due uh, mid March. Now I don't know what this is going to look like. So I've just seen a very brief. Um, outline of this so third-party teams apps uh, designed for outlook and office.com will be available to you for users in outlook and uh, office.com so this is this is for targeted release users and if you're if you don't know what i'm talking about you're probably not one of those but that's due in may which means that at some point the rest of us will probably see it as well so if you are a targeted release user look out for that honestly i don't know how it's going to look it'd be interesting to see uh, how useful that is and i'm guessing I would suggest that there'll be a handful of apps which just fit that better, but let's see when the time comes. Suggested replies uh, for in Outlook for Office. This is due uh, mid-March. I feel like I've been talking about that for a long time as well. Uh, just the ability to, to click on or select or, or, or select one of those, those quick, uh, quick replies um, due mid-March. Okay, so SharePoint. Um, this is quite a welcome change, but it's delayed. This is the uh, the private draft. So I worked with some people, and we we're talking about when this might be useful. And if there were organisational awards that actually you wanted to keep quite um, you wanted to keep quite private, and actually you don't want all the other editors to be able to see it. Uh, you you could you could select just a handful of people to work with you, <laughs> a handful of people to work with you on this private draft. Uh, and create a page that way but anyway so it looks really good 
this is due uh, late uh, April uh, this year. Updates to the private channels, site layout, and the way that settings apply to the parent site and associated channel sites. Okay, so I just have the one line on that. So private channels behind the scenes uh, have their own SharePoint site, and that's why I put it in, in with SharePoint stuff. And it's getting some tweaks. Now, uh, if this uh, if this addresses a problem that you think you've got, then obviously go and have a look at, uh, at what this is. But... Um, I'll update this uh, maybe next week or the week after when I know a little bit more. I'll tell you more about it. But if that's, you, that's likely to affect you, then go looking for that information. Uh, otherwise, I'll just I'll update you in a few weeks. Uh, this has already gone live. I think I talked to you about this. <coughs> Excuse me. I think I talked about this last week. <coughs> Microsoft Editor Spellcheck and Grammar in SharePoint Pages. That's available now. The thing I like about this is when I'm editing a page, and I'll probably edit pages on a daily basis, uh, Previously, when it was using the browser version, I would have to right-click and and then I'd get browser-related options rather than just the spelling. Whereas now, because it's using the Microsoft Editor, I left-click and it separates the left-click for the suggestions versus the right-click for some, some browser options. So I really like that. It's a really small change, but actually I really, really like it. Okay, Microsoft Stream, just some quick ones here. Um, it's getting a new in-help, an in-player help experience. So yes, you can see documentation in there, but also you can report um, playback issues. This is the uh, stream for videos that you've got in your OneDrive or uh, SharePoint, by the way. Uh, the ability to comment on a video or audio file, pushed back a little bit now due uh, early March. Improved audio quality of noise suppression. So you're gonna get a little slider uh, on your videos so you can turn it on by default. Sure, people can turn it off, but it just filters out all the noise and just elevates the uh, the, the vocal uh, the, the, the vocal um, uh, part of uh, part of the video. Just make the speech a little bit clearer. Of course, people can turn that off. Due March. So guys, I'm just gonna have to cough my way through this. Um, I did consider restarting the video, but my cough isn't going to wait anytime soon, so uh, I do apologise. Um, okay, so Microsoft Teams. Okay, chat density, compact settings. This has gone live, and when we talk about this, well, so myself and uh, uh, Kirsty at work, we um, when we present this, we we kind of we end up doing like a little poll, a forms poll to get people's opinion. And I would say over different sessions, sometimes it swings one way, sometimes it swings the other. But on average, it's probably 50-50. Some people prefer Comfy, which is the view you have now. <laughs> and some people like um, Compact, which is what you're about to see now. So this is affects your chat only. And it takes away all the white space from the side, the white space in between, gets rid of the boxes. Your text starts right next to the name now rather than being underneath. I really like uh, this new layout. Uh, Kirsty hates it and it splits uh, any audience that we that we talk to about it 50-50. Uh, some people do say that depending on um, if, uh, how to phrase this, if, if someone's got usability issues or, or, or they've got some visual issues, it can be just a blur of, of words and I can see that. But of course, this is a personal setting and it's up to you. So look out for this, folks. Let me just go uh, back a step. So you click on the three little dots in Teams and then you have this choice here in the general settings. You can move between comfy and compact and that's available to you now. Uh, I really like that. Okay, so this I think is 
brilliant, cannot wait for this, and I think people are going to really like it. This is the ability to easily navigate to your Teams from OneDrive. So Microsoft are adding a Your Team section. Let me zoom in on this. A Your Teams section when you go to your OneDrive. So, but you have to click on More Places. So you can just see where I'm trying to highlight a little bit there. Click on More Places, and then you'll have your More Teams. Nice, easy way to find uh, the, the, the document library for all of the team, Microsoft Teams that you're in. We sorted alphabetically, and that is due early to late April. Really cannot wait for that. I think it's going to be great. Um, once you get there, this change will affect you as well. Access standard and private channels, uh, files in SharePoint and OneDrive. So you have clicked on one of those previous links or, or got there, however, and you've gone to the, uh, to the default document library for the SharePoint site associated with that team site. The reason that that matters, the default document library, is because you've got your, your Microsoft team and behind it you've got SharePoint and you've got all your channels in Teams. Now, the, these hook up to the default document library in the SharePoint site and each new channel just gets a new, uh, just gets a new folder in that default document library. You probably already know that, but it's useful to recap. Um, so when you land there, you will see um, this drop down here. So it's, it's closed by default apparently, and it will show you all of uh, all of the document libraries, all the also all the folders, so channels um, for that site now. For me, the big deal here is look at this. It also shows you the private channels in that team as well. Now, the reason that's a big deal is because these are actually in a different uh, SharePoint site, aren't they? So they're, they're somewhat they're in another area, and normally you'd have to separately find your own way to them. They, these are being brought together now, which I think is what the big deal here is. So I think that is actually going to be, from a, just a, a navigating to your files point of view, is going to be super useful. Also, in that library, it'll show you other folders which are not associated with a Teams channel, so that's really good. Now, I often uh, have, uh, I often use um, my my File Explorer to get to uh, file areas that I've that I've saved in uh, from, from from the file area behind Teams. So I really like uh, not having to go into a channel into Teams you know, to, to, to look at my Teams to go to a channel. And go to the files area and go. So I like having a, sh a faster way of doing that. I think this is going to be um, is a really big, useful change, folks. Look out for that when it comes in April. Teams Connect shared channels. So you know, folks, that you we have standard channels in Teams, and then we have private channels. So now we're going to get shared channels, and um, it's, it's it's a third type. Uh, what I really like about this is the ability to add people just to that uh, just that channel now one of the big complaints about private channels is that yes they were private but to give someone access to the private channel they had to have access to the whole team as a whole to then get access to that private channel uh, and, that, and, and that kind of limited its use a little bit now compare that to a shared channel where people can um, you could add somebody let's say initially in your organization so someone is not in your team you can add somebody to just that shared channel so they don't have access to the team just to that channel now the next level up here now assuming that your organization have set this up and everyone and the other organization has you can you can add someone to that one shared channel from a different company or different organization and what's 
uh, icing on the cake, I think, is that they don't need to log into anything different or do anything with Teams. In their normal view in Teams, they will then see a view, uh, see that channel that goes into your channel, your shared channel inside your team. So it's a great way to collaborate with people in your organization, but just in one channel without giving people access to the whole team, but also for other organizations, people to come in and work in just that one channel without having access to the whole team. I think they're brilliant. I think there'll be a little bit of, uh, it'd be a bit variable, your experience with it, depending on how your organization implements it. But I think that's, uh, that's a really nice, uh, really nice feature coming uh, late March to early April. Quick one here, chat filters for non-meeting chats. So if you go, if you have a lot of meetings, you'll probably be aware that your chat filter will probably be clogged up with, with a mix a mix of, so, so your chat area with a mix of your one-to-one and your group chats plus chats for meetings. You're gonna get the ability to, to filter so you can just see your non-meeting chats, so your regular normal chats. So you'll be able to filter that so soon. Uh, a leveling up of Teams on the web and the uh, desktop version. So live captions in all available languages were due in mid-February. So honestly, I haven't checked it. If uh, if you know that's coming, if um, if, if that is if that's your your thing about some of the, that that affects your work, it'd be great if you could put a note in the chat in, in the comments. Also, cart captions uh, are due, for the web are due uh, April as well. What else do we have? The pairing the naming convention between. Teams channels and corresponding SharePoint folders. This has been pushed back a little bit. This is just when you change a channel in a team, it also changes the name of the folder behind the scenes because those two can get a little bit disconnected. Uh, that is due uh, March to late April. That, that, I talked about that ages ago, didn't I? And it kind of went away, but now it's come back. So look out for that, folks, <coughs> between March and late April. What else we got here? Uh, Expand uh, expanded uh, reactions. So when somebody has a post, you know, you can click on the three little dots and you can give them the thumbs up, the heart, smiley face, sad face, frowny face, cross face, whatever, right? So you've got those six that you can choose. That's going to be expanded to about 880. But it's been really pushed back to mid-May, maybe early June. So I wonder whether Microsoft have had a bit of pushback on that and actually they're going to make some changes because an organization that I work with really not very happy about this because of the scope for the misinterpretation of uh, the more subtle emojis. Uh, so let's see what happens with that. I wouldn't be surprised if when that resurfaces in uh, in a couple of months, whether there's some changes with that as well. The new emoji style coming to Teams. So I maybe should have showed you one screenshot previous to this. Let me see. No, it's not It's not on there. If, um, so you're responding to, um, so you get you got a chat, and then you choose to, to use an emoji. This is the screen you now do. So I'm, I'm, this is probably one screen behind. Anyway, when you you want, you want to add, add an emoji, when you go to the people one, you're going to see that there's, a, there's a new style, uh, and it's um, they, they look better, and uh, they, 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 they embrace uh, diversity more as well. So look after that, folks. Um, anytime between now and the end of March. Okay, so Teams meetings auto... Teams meeting recordings auto expiration in OneDrive and SharePoint. Let me just translate that a little bit. So if you have a regular Teams meeting and you record it, it will save to your OneDrive. If you have a channel meeting, it will go to the SharePoint site that relates to the channel. Now, 
Microsoft want to bring in this auto expiration, this auto deletion of these files because they've worked out that after a certain period of time, almost nobody ever looks at those meetings ever again. Okay, and I think that's fair enough. For a couple of uh, reasons, you should be keeping information on purpose, not just out of habit. So I think it's useful for that point of view. Also, there's a there's an environmental overhead, an energy overhead of, of storing stuff, isn't there? So, so they're, they're going to begin this auto deletion now. The final stages behind the scenes for people who who are going to get this is coming in uh, late March. Uh, they've changed it. I think originally, you know, this used to be 30, uh, 30 days. We're going to keep it for by default. Then sixty. Now it's 120 days because once you reach that kind of, there's, there's different drop-offs over a period of time. Once you reach 120 days, these files are almost never looked at again. Okay, so there'll be, it'll be, there'll be some variables here. Will your organization even opt in or will they opt out? Um, will they, what would their, their, their default be? Would it be one, two, ten days? Would it be 99,999 days? Or would they just keep it at the default? Either way, folks, if this comes in for you, please don't worry about losing files because if one of yours is due for deletion, you'll get this notification here and you can extend it and keep it. Even if it gets deleted, you can recover that file. But look out for that, folks. Um, if your organization's having that, you might start seeing some uh, talk about that soon. Maybe a bit more interesting to, to people is uh, the co-organizer meeting role. So uh, it's been pushed back, but hopefully it will be by the by late March. Everyone I know cannot wait for this to come in. It means that you've got the ability to, to allocate uh, this new role, this co-organizer role to 10 additional people in one of your meetings. So it may, maybe you're part of a team, you're organizing your meeting for somebody else, they organize it for you. I mean, what happens if, if you've got a, a great big team meeting, you're off sick or something happens, people have very little control, especially if you've set it up quite, with some quite strict settings initially, you can't, you know, you can't, you, people can't manage, uh, people very well can't manage the meeting. So I think that is going to be a massively uh, appreciated change. Uh, look out for that uh, anytime now, up until the end of the month. So when you... Uh, create a meeting, go into your meeting options, look out for that little drop down that, that, so you can add people to uh, as co-organizers. Okay, so what else do we have from around Microsoft 365? Microsoft um, updating office.com and office app Windows experience. <coughs> so you get some new section here. So this is now um, uh, due at the end of the month. There's some changes. If you're interested in this, go to the notes, folks, and go and have a full read of that. People-centric search in Microsoft Search. When you do a search, um, a Microsoft Search for for um, I don't know, say for a file, it's going to then start highlighting people, and it might be that actually it turns out that Crazy Bob is the person who who, who might have got who's, who's had something to do with the files that you want. So then you can you can do a search by that person. You can do, you, you can do, your search will go more of a people way rather than a search term way look out for that folks it is due early to late uh, april rich text and images in planner oh, i've been talking about this forever i feel uh can't wait for this i use planner maybe on a daily basis um mainly for managing uh, updates for microsoft 365 because the um the the admin center can push the updates to, to plan out and then they can be distributed out and you can manage your actions on there so really looking forward to being able to use rich text in 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 the notes and maybe add images if i want to 
been pushed back forever but now look at this uh would you uh late march maybe into the middle of april power apps having the ability to display images from microsoft lists again that's been around forever hasn't it uh, now due sometime uh any any time now uh to, uh to the to the end of the month maybe power bi emissions impact dashboard Okay, so this is this is new. This looks interesting. Uh, not due till June. That's why it's got this icon, this one to watch icon, uh, and it just shows the um, environmental impact for for your your tenant, your Microsoft 365. You know, previously I was talking about uh, stream and not keeping stuff on purpose and just not in, it, because it has a footprint. <laughs> You're gonna finally get the ability to see what that footprint might be. Okay, so. Uh, you get an extended interoperability between uh, Visio, the web version, desktop apps. This is probably probably a bit more important now. I think it's maybe three months ago that I talked about Visio being included in Microsoft 365, the, the web version. So they're leveling up those the, the two versions a little bit. Look out for that in April. Questions and answers in Yammer. The ability to upvote answers is coming at mid. Got a bit quick there. Mid March to early April. And. That brings us pretty much to the end of our session. Folks, I want to apologize for coughing my way through most of that, that, that session. Uh, not a lot I can do about it. I, uh, you'll probably notice that I'm probably gonna go back now and mute those, those, those little coughs, just tidy up. But uh, if it felt a bit clunky, uh, that's because it was. And uh, I apologize and thank you for your patience. Uh, other ways to keep up to date, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, LinkedIn, um, the podcast, or the blog. Just do a search for Super Simple 365 and you'll be able to find me on those platforms. If you want to be notified when the uh, when the written version of this is available, along with the video and everything else, then go to the blog. So just go to the browser, search for Super Simple 365, and then just pop your details in there. There's no spam. It's just your, your, your first name, last name, and your email address. I, I don't... Uh, I don't send about anything other than, than the updates. Um, you just get a little nudge to tell you when it's available. Go and do that. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, folks, please uh, give it a thumbs up. Please subscribe because a lot more people watch these uh, than subscribe. And it makes a big difference to the algorithms and just getting my messages and my updates out there. I'd really appreciate that. But for now, folks, we're done. And I will see you in a couple of weeks. Uh, thank you for watching and listening.